welcome to the DWD podcast, a weekly look at the progress of voluntary assisted dying legislation here in Victoria. It's been a busy past week and it's going to be an even busier week coming. We'll start with last week where the release of a very confronting video called Stop the Horror generated a lot of discussion about the need for a voluntary assisted dying law. The film recreates the last days of Victorian man Greg Sims's life, which is very much the epitome of what we talk about when we talk about a bad death. Here's Greg's daughter Nia discussing the video with Neil Mitchell on 3AW. It was 12 years ago now, but it was a trauma that my family will never really get over. Uh, it broke us all in one way or another. Dad's death was something that no family should need to witness. Um, he, he basically uh, struggled to breathe uh, in the last few days of his life and that was really distressing to watch. That was Nia Sims speaking with Neil Mitchell on 3AW. This week, we're expecting the Voluntary Assisted Dying Bill to be tabled in the Victorian Parliament. This is a major moment in the campaign for assisted dying laws, and in the next couple of months, all eyes will be on the Parliament as they debate and vote on the bill. Uh, a bill is also expected to be tabled in New South Wales this week, but it's understood that they will uh, adjourn debate until after the Victorian Bill has gone through Parliament. The Saturday Age had a story across pages two and three last weekend that detailed the upcoming bill while also providing a look at where all 127 members of the Victorian Parliament sit on the issue. As always, we'll have links to all of those media pieces uh, from the Age story to the uh, 3AW interview with Neil Mitchell and Nia Sims uh, in the About section of this podcast. And now to our main segment. This week we sit down with Elizabeth Short, whose husband Peter is the subject of Fade to Black, a documentary that chronicles Peter's attempts to secure voluntary assisted dying laws in Australia before his death in 2014. Fade to Black has been screening at select cinemas around the country since August, and the film has been uh, really well received with DWDV members giving plenty of positive feedback. So what was it like sitting down for the first time to watch the documentary about Peter? Um, well, the first time um, we saw, Mitchell and I and a couple of people, we saw sort of a very rough cut. So that was the very first time that I'd seen everything pulled together. Still very rough, but all sort of in sequence and in context. And it was, um, it was incredibly hard to watch. It was devastatingly hard to watch. And... Um, Mitchell and I were both very um, emotional and um, yeah it was really hard but we were very very pleased also with how it was looking at that stage so that was the first that was probably a year and a half ago now if not more and then the second one I saw was sort of close to the end product but still with needing quite a bit of refinement um, and again, difficult to watch, but we, we again were very, very pleased with, with how it had all come together. And um, it was bittersweet, but it was also really good to see, because it's been a long time in the making, so it was good to see it all finally being pulled together and looking like it was going to be good, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, 
And so now uh, it's been screening for since the beginning of August. Yes. Uh, what kind of reactions have you gotten from people who have seen the film? Look, we've we've had fabulous feedback. Um, we Jeremy and I were joking when we were going to all the screenings that we would really have welcomed some um, anti people just to get some more. You mean like protesters? Yeah, well, not even protesters, but people coming to um, to see it that perhaps we, we were very much preaching to the converted with our crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people, obviously, that um, have not made up their mind what they think, but everybody that came obviously had an interest mm. um, and that's why they were there. We would have really perhaps welcomed some more neg- negative comment or some some debate, some questions that were um, not so much pro. Um, but having so we didn't get we we got a couple we got a couple but we didn't get a lot. So the feedback that we've got has been very good. Um, and uh, as I said, I think we're the, the majority of people are coming are sort of a, a on side anyway, or certainly if not on side, not against. So, um, so I suppose you expect the feedback to be, you know, um, positive. But no, I think um, I think because in the documentary we tried, it's certainly pro. There's no doubt about that. That's what it's all about. But we've also shown. Um, We've shown uh, the different sides and we've shown the extremes that people, we've shown extreme right Christian lobby right through to the Philip Nitschke who thinks, you know, anybody, anytime, anywhere should be able to securely take their own life. So we've shown those extremes plus everything in between and also um, Peter's story, which we think is... um, it's, it's factual and it's true, but it's also moderate. Um, what he wanted was just the ability to choose the timing of his death and the way that he died. And really that's, that's what it was all about. And that was his story trying to, um, to do that. Mm. Mm. You, you mentioned uh, you haven't heard back from much of the antis. I, I saw that uh, Margaret Teague, the Right to Life president, was, is featured in a couple of clips in the... Yeah, so she is. Hasn't, hasn't gotten back to you? Hasn't no, watched for No, no, I haven't heard a word from Margaret, oh. but <laughs> she, she wasn't portrayed terribly. Oh, well, like, I'm sure Flatteringly in the doco. <laughs> um, but that was... Um, when I say not portrayed very um, flatteringly, that is how she was. So it wasn't our portrayal of her, it was her how words. she spoke, her <laughs> words, yeah, coming out of her mouth. So no, I haven't heard from Margaret Ty. I'd be, I don't know that it, you could have a logical discussion with Margaret Ty because her arguments are not, not based on logic, they're just based on her beliefs. We uh, obviously encourage everyone uh, to go and see the film, uh, but perhaps the most important audience uh, for it is the Victorian politicians who will be soon uh, voting on legislation that Peter fought for. For any Victorian MPs that uh, do happen to see Fade to Black, what would you say to them? What what should they take away from the film? I think the the really important point and what, you know, the... The thing that I think needs to be taken away is that it's no more or no less really just choice. It's just choice, that's all it is. So if if we do have um, legislation introduced that allows people to have voluntary assisted dying, that doesn't make it compulsory, doesn't make it that it's for everybody. And as it was for Peter in the end, it, it was not his choice either to 
take the drug that was available to him to end his own life. He chose to end his life in a palliative care facility. But I think that's the really important part to take away from that documentary, is that um, that was Peter's choice, only his choice. And that's all that we're asking for, really, is for people that are um, facing their own death in a determined um, time frame. And it's not like they can be that they it's going to be a happy ending for these people. There's not they they're going to die. We all are sometimes, but you know these people are going to die, and they know they're going to die, and they can be living in fear, not of their actual death, but of the process of their dying. And so this alleviates um, that fear. If we had these laws, it'll, it would take away that fear of the process being unbearable and un intolerable. Um, yeah, so I think that's what, what politicians need to think about. And I think that people don't give that a lot of thought until it enters their life in some way. So either a, a loved one or a friend or someone is facing this sort of situation and that's when you realise um, how important it is for people to be given back some control over the end of their life and to be given the choice. The personal experience thing is probably the most, absolutely, yeah, the most yeah. important thing. And I think that's also people that want to um, talk to their politicians. Ones that have, can relate a personal story are very, very powerful. That was Elizabeth Short. There are still a number of Fade to Black screenings in Victoria. It screens in Geelong on October 9, Ballarat on October 10, and in Wonturner South on October the 12th. We'll link off to the Fade to Black website where you can find more information and also book tickets to see the film. With legislation to be tabled this week, it is ever important that if you support voluntary assisted dying laws, you contact your state MP and voice your support for the legislation that they will very soon be debating and voting on. That's all for this week's episode. Tune in next week for more information about the legislation. Uh, we'll also be checking in with nurse and assisted dying advocate Tyra Knipe. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.